0: Okay with Keep Armornites. The struggle is the short film played at the under 5 minute film festival. Uh relatable film for me, very funny, uh married couple kind of waking up in the morning, I guess, right? And shenanigans take place. I guess that's, that's that's the situation of the comedy.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's really a a a focus on how the mundane in life can can actually be blown up into epic proportions and that's really where I hope people find the comedy in it.
0: Yeah, totally. Well, are you, are you married yourself? Oh uh, yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm married. I get it. So it's it's that kind of uh, it's. I don't. Know, I I I, I I've, I've had the I had it this morning, right? Where you kind of like wake up and it's like you don't want to, but then you kind of like. So what was the, When did you come up with the seed of this idea? When you had a, a moment like this in the morning, where you're like, hey, "No, this, actually, this
1: yeah." It's it's more about um, the focus is really more on the. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> it, it's kind of hard because it's like the the a, a lot of the things have to do initially with uh, the the bit with the coffee maker. Yeah, uh, so he gets he the had,
0: dirty. He has the his glasses, the dirty glass, but then he takes his wife' glass.
1: Yeah, so right. So the idea is that you know it, it's really you know he goes to the Keurig machine. The Keurig machine doesn't have any water in it. Um, you know, so it, that needs to get filled up um but it seems like you know every time i go to the keurig it's you know i need to fill it up and every time i have to go to refill it from the brita the brita's empty and so it's like you know there's there's all these the these things that just kind of compile you know just kind of pile one on top of the other on top of the other that really makes this um the uh where we dug for the comedy um you know the the bit at the beginning you know it where the 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 coffee maker made sense. So I just realized that there's even more stuff that people deal with. Anybody in a relationship um, will have to go through these same types of things where they, um, you know, they, they, there's there's always a constant compromise. And there's always something, there's always that little thing that that drives somebody else crazy. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really looking at how we can laugh at those things uh, instead of just, you know, exploding and going crazy.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's true that what got you know what I, I learned something in this film when you uh, when you run out of cream for your coffee, just use just use ice cream. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It, I never I never thought of that. That's how that's, I just never. And it's like that's the the genius.
1: Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> in in Italy, you could get something uh, called an affagato, and it's where they actually mix espresso with gelato and uh, it's absolutely delicious. Um, mm-hmm. But the original idea uh, for the ice cream, I my best friend, Randy, uh, he you know, I was telling him one day, I'm like, yeah, you know, I I hate it when you run out of like, you know, cream or, you know, milk for the coffee. He's like, oh, he goes, well, if you got ice cream, just go and get some ice cream, throw it in there. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Never even thought of that. So I tried it and yeah it's pretty good. So, uh, and just so, you know, anybody listening, if you're wondering what the proportions are for an eight ounce cup of coffee, uh, you want to use a half scoop of ice cream. you, you figure right, this out? Yeah. yeah, you get the right amount of oh, sweet. It depends yeah. on
0: what, how much cream you people take. If they take one, uh, one, one cup or like there's like, what is it was like, a, or two, right? Like a double, double, I guess would be, yeah. would be more ice cream, I guess. Right.
1: Correct. Yeah. But on you know, I mean, sex, after... people have triples, triple cream. So. Right. Well, after a while, you get to the point where you're just having a, a coffee milkshake. And, you know, it's. like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think that's probably why they're having triple creams. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: But, so okay, but I got to I got to call this out because your
0: your movie posters is fantastic.
1: Who okay. did your movie poster? Um, actually, uh, another friend of mine, Jeff Willano, Uh He's um, obviously an excellent artist. Uh, he, he and I actually work together uh, and he's always making doodles and stuff. Uh, We play Dungeons and Dragons together, so he's always uh, making Dungeons and Dragons stuff. And uh, one day I asked him, I said, hey, you know, I want to do this movie poster. Normally I do, you know, clips from the movie or anything else. But this one I wanted to have something that was going to be fun, a little irreverent. And so I asked him, I said, hey, you know, would you be willing to do this? And he goes, well, I don't know what you'd want. So I said, "Ah." so I kind of told him, you know, you know, a couple of mugs of coffee and a tug of war you know kind of you know make one like a a guy mug and the other one a girl mug and you know just have it look like you know the the woman is winning out yeah and so we went through probably about three or four iterations of it before we hit on the one that we got uh he I'd say the first one that he showed me was about ninety percent of the way there uh and then after that it was just tweaking so yeah
0: it's it, it's a really fantastic for like an under five minute film like this is kind of like a really kind of like a moment. And also, I don't know if you've thought of this, maybe you have, is that this is actually could be kind of like a, a running series, right? So the first thing is the morning, right? Yeah. And you could do a nighttime version or like a commuting version as well, right? Commuting to work version.
1: So, so Mike Tota, who plays the husband, has yep. already been pounding me about this. He's okay. like, oh, we got to do like 30 of them. We got to do yeah,
0: you, There's, there's okay. different, yeah, there's different moments that you definitely can do.
1: Yeah, so I I told them I said look you know if if that's something that you want to do I mean we could we could figure it out but you know it's uh I go you got to find the funding for it next time.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> well, you got the actors right. They both seem interested, right? So then you just, yeah. I guess that's a good jumping-off point. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, because you're just doing using one location and then kind of it's just it's just the moment. So I'm not saying it doesn't cost any money, but I'm sure. But you're you have a uh, you you're. you're it's the concept that's genius that basically sets up a good film, right? So you don't have to spend too much money.
1: Yeah, and like I said, you know, this is something he he'd be interested. He's interested in mining more for it. Uh, my well, I would like I would like to do other things. I, I mean, so both Michael and Carol Ann, who played the wife, uh, two amazing actors. They are. Uh, yeah, I loved working with both of them. I'd love to do more with them. Uh, if we were going to do something that would be more of this, you know, something the same but different, I'd probably want to do a bunch of them in 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 a couple of days. Just shoot them. Yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. And then just kind of roll them out as a, you know, I mean, I mean, they work very well as skits.
0: Um, well, it, it is a skit, right? But it kind of like a, a good, but it's a what makes it a movie is that it has to have a good ending. Like you have a good concept, but it has to, but it has to have a good punchline to, to finish the film, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and this one, I think it actually ends, it ends very well. I mean, it's it's telegraphed a lot, but you know, when it actually happens, you can't help but, you know, see this this guy just in that face of his, just, yeah. Yeah, you know, he just. Um... Cause
0: it's his, it, this one is his film. If it's like, it's like, it's his moment. He has the screen time with the coffee. So right. then if you do it again, you would make another, the, her version, her like her kind of point of view, I guess. Right.
1: I don't know. I'd have to see what comes, what comes yeah. popping out.
0: I'm just spitballing it out. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like I would, I'm saying if I'm your funder, this is what my, my notes hey, would be.
1: <laughs> look, if you want an executive produce a, a bunch of these, I'd be more than willing to sit there and go to, and do some creative, uh, some creative writing exercises with you to bang out a bunch of scripts.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so where did you find your two actors?
1: Uh, Michael Tota, <clears throat> I knew from the Garden State Film Festival it's one of the biggest film festivals in jersey uh i i've actually worked with him on on a couple of things uh, some screenplay readings uh and you know we've just kept in touch and been friendly and you know we kept saying oh we got to work together we got to work together we got to work together and then in march um you know when when this when this idea really kind of like, I, I, this idea I've had for a while, but it really kind of solidified into an entire an idea for the entire script. Uh, one morning I woke up and I'm just like, Oh wow. Now I know all the pieces of it. And uh, it just so happened that day. I was, uh, I was, I had been, I had gone down the shore and he, I was like 15 minutes from his house and I called him up. I said, Hey, I got this idea for a script. I want to talk to you about it. And so I showed him what I had written so far, which I had written about half the script. I showed it to him. And he's like, Oh, this is great. I go, yeah. I go, but the, the thing is we need to get the perfect actress for it. I said, cause you know, it's gotta be it. it cause she has to be like the, the girl next door type of, you know, in terms of her looks and the stuff that she does it can't come off as cruel it's just it, it has to come off as funny yeah I, and, it's a
0: tone it's a tone situation where, like yeah
1: yeah and so he's like he goes and they got a
0: match got... too right they got a match yeah. like they're long long they're, they've they been married for a long time
1: yeah and so he said well you know what i uh i know the um i know the perfect person and he he said give Car- you know call Carol Ann, and i called her talked to her and she's like and you're who again you know, and I'm like I'm like, uh, you know, and I explained to her, you know, I was friends with Mike, and and I explained to her the, the the premise of the of the script and everything else, and she's like, send it over, I'll take a look, and you know, I I checked out her reel; she's actually done like a bunch of stuff on network TV, uh, <clears throat> and um, I I really I really lucked out. I mean, she was absolutely amazing. And I mean, Michael was too. I mean, uh, but I expected that from Michael because I've I've known him for so long. Uh, but with Carol Ann, it was um, yeah. It they have great chemistry. It was just a it was just a joy to work with both of them, and it came out like magic. You're
0: a performer yourself, right? You're not. Yeah. Well,
1: Why, like, well um, yeah. Back in the day, I I went to Mason Gross School of the Arts um, in, at Rutgers. Uh, I'm a classically trained actor. I've done stand up comedy. Uh, I've made no money uh, doing all of those. So <laughs> um, I'm also a technologist. Uh, it was a hobby of mine that just kind of, kind of ran away with me. And next thing you know, you're you're in a career. Yeah. But you know the the arts have always been something that I've I've always wanted to go back to because, as any artist uh, would understand, it's the there's a piece of you that needs to create. Yeah. And so I had done that with screenwriting for a long time and I wasn't, nothing was really, you know, I I had optioned a couple of scripts, but nothing was getting made. And then I had bumped into uh, this gentleman by the name of Folk Barson, uh, another really good friend uh, who was a director from the Netherlands. And, you know, we just kind of hit it off. He read a couple of my scripts. And then one day he said, you know, he's like, oh, I'm in California. I'm shooting you know, I'm, I, I'm on a six week shoot, but I uh, all the stuff that I have to do, I could get done in, in like a little over five. He goes, if he could write a short that we could shoot. Um, you know, I'd like to do that. Yeah. So I was like, all right. And so we put something together. And that was the the first one that I did. That was a film called Mist. And after that, <clears throat> he kind of opened my eyes as to independent filmmaking and using that as a way to kind of get my stories out. And so the struggle is actually my fourth film, uh, the second one that I've directed. Oh,
0: congratulations!
1: Thanks. Yeah.
0: So, so you're on like you're you're little you're on a little bit of a roll. So how does it feel? Like you got some films, got in the festivals. You oh yeah. So
1: yeah, the first three films were all done pre-COVID. Yeah. So so there was this two-year gap where I'm, I was just sitting on my hands, just going, "Oh, come on, just." they can stop. I want to get back to shooting. I want to get back, you know, I want to get it on set again. I want to get behind the camera. I want to, you know, and so uh, over the course of COVID, I, I, I had, I actually bought a a decent camera and, you know, some good lenses and, and, and I'm like, you know what, I, I wanted to shoot something that was going to be like a screen test. And uh, I realized that with the struggle, I could, I could shoot the entire thing in a day if yeah. I was, and test my new, ca- you know, test the new camera that I had. And that's what we did. And, um,
0: did you shoot yeah. in your home as well.
1: No, no, no. That's actually, I have a, I have a lot of friends that either they don't know how to say no to me or they just don't realize they like you. Yeah. Yeah. How much, uh, I'm going to put upon them, but yeah, that's a certain
0: but, charm. I, I, I understand yeah. that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, my friend Jen's house, uh, okay. Jen Maserano. So you, and, you
0: they acted in her bed then?
1: Yeah, that was her bed. That was her kitchen. Yeah. So she was, um, but she loves it. That's actually the second film we've shot at her house. Uh, one of my, the first film that I directed, Be Home Soon, uh, was actually shot at her house as well. And she loves it. She she loves, you know, being able to go to festivals. She loves being able to tell people, oh, they used my house in a movie again. And so it, it's just been, um, yeah, I, I've just been lucky. I've just been lucky. So so let
0: me, t- I want to talk to you about tone for a second, because uh, this film, it kind of hits the line where like even your actor kind of like went a little bit, he went, he like, I was cu- I'm just curious about when you're on set acting him, we're mm-hmm. already in, in the editing room where like some of the scenes like over a little bit over the top, like you kind of want to keep it grounded, I guess, right? Where, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You don't want to make a, a caricature. You don't want to make them cartoonish. Were you right. Like conscious of that when you're make when you're directing the film.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, there were there are a bunch of times that I had to pull Michael back. because yeah. I mean, he'll he could very quickly kind of go into like kind of like the bad Will Farrell.
0: For some reason, I kind of I, for some reason, I, I see that. Right. So yeah. I was just, that's what I was wondering. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, he's he's a big fan of Charlie Chaplin. Uh, so, you know, he 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 thinks that, you know, you have to kind of like go big or go home with the stuff. And so there was a little bit of reining back with him. And there was some stuff that we did in terms of the edit in order to kind of get to the point where we wanted it but then just you know stop it before it got what we yeah. thought was a little over the top uh the thing is though you know the when you have somebody with a lot of energy uh on set it's actually better than somebody who has low energy like sure yeah because you can you know, bring it back right yeah it's hard, you can to, it's hard to push
0: forward back. and but it's easy to go back right so
1: yeah so
0: my funny, my, my favorite moment of the film is when she, when he like indirectly could, gets pushed off the bed and she just like enjoys the, the king size bed all by herself. Yeah, I, I could relate yeah. to that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was um, it, it's funny because the, uh, you know, I was telling her, I'm like, you, you really have to shove him out of bed. And she's like, I'm not going to shove him. I mean, like, you have to shove him out of bed. And she's like, well, you know, and she's like, you know, it's like, well, how do I do it? I said, just pull your feet up and just give him a shove. And she's, she's like, you sure he's going to fall on the floor. I'm like, yeah, that's right. You know, that's the idea. And, uh, but yeah, so that, that's actually such a beautiful part of the, of the, of the movie, because again, it kind of shows you that, you know, sh- she's not the one that instigates stuff, right? Mm-hmm. She's reacting to him. And the entire idea behind the, the movie is that he's kind of like the, the en- engineer of his own comeuppance. Yeah. Right. You know, every single thing that happens is because he's, you know, he's just too lazy to get out of bed, too yeah. lazy to wash his mug, too lazy to, you know, fill up. Cause you know, it's, it's him that didn't fill up the Brita, you know? It, yeah. And so when he fills it up, he just fills it up just enough for himself. So, you know, there's the, the idea is that, you know, the, when you're with somebody, when you're in a relationship, you know you really have to make sure that, you know, you take care of them as well as yourself, because when you take people for granted, this is what happens.
0: Yeah, I guess that's a good that's good marriage therapy right there.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> now, um, so you've, learned, you've now, learned
0: this this trick of the trade from experience?
1: No, not at all. <laughs>
0: No, it's true, though, because sometimes you get so it's like that's the downfall of of a lot of relationships, right? You get so caught up in your world and you take people for granted. You don't you don't give them notice anymore. Right.
1: Yeah, that's correct.
0: So it's like that's the kind of laughter, sadness. That's the kind of comedy that you're providing. But then he, you know, he gives her the coffee. He didn't push it away. Right. So
1: he kind of. Well, at that point, he's caught. I mean, you you already know based upon, you know, his reactions when he's doing some of the stuff that he's kind of like sneaking about. Uh, So when when the when when the I mean, not to give the whole thing away, but, you know, when the ending happens, he he just knows it's his own damn fault. So.
0: So tell me about your uh, sound design and and music. It was was it's an original score, correct?
1: But yes it's an original score um actually it's funny we did all of our post-production in in the Netherlands um okay. Fokal, who's the the uh uh my friend who who was the director uh from my earlier films um I had gone out there and he edited for me and you know I was talking to him about it and I said you know I I really need to uh, I need to to get a good score for this because originally uh the, the temporary sound the temporary score that we had was um a couple of classical pieces uh we'd used uh deflator mouse and uh bolero uh for it and it worked pretty well i mean mm-hmm. and it's you know because it kind of reminded me a lot of the old bugs bunny cartoons and how they would use classical music to kind of accentuate yeah. things well you know he told me he's like uh he goes, look, he goes, there's this, this guy that I, I use all the time. He does the majority of my musical scores, Sky, uh, Thomas. Uh, we should get him involved. So I said, all right. So I called him and he's like, you know, he, we, we sent him the rough cut of the, of the film with the, with the temporary score. And uh, he said, he goes, right, give me a couple of days and I'll send you something back. And he sent us this sample and the sample was the score with the whistle that you hear yeah, and like we weren't even watching the wasn't even watching the film. I just listened to the score and I started laughing. I'm like, this, this score is just amazing. And so we went back and a couple of back and forths had him, had him change a couple of the uh, couple of the orchestrations so that we could actually take out sound effects that we had uh, and put it in with the uh, with the score. So, uh, the gleam of the coffee cup used to actually be a bling type of green, gleam sound, and it just—it was just a little too much. Uh, and now, if you if you watch the film, you hear it's actually the score that actually does that. And the same thing with the reveal for the for the um, uh, for the ice cream, mm-hmm. when, yeah, because it used to be like an oh. You yeah, know, and gotcha. but now it's like it's all in the orchestration. You actually hear it's the music swelling that does the the yeah. heavy lift of that.
0: No, I, I think that, like I said, like I, I your film could have gone off the rails tone wise in so many different ways in terms of like the non reality part of it, and I could see that this is very smartly edited and was very because it was like because it needs to stay grounded. If that, I'm, I'm I'm kind of re-editing my point, but it's just that because you kind of were, were, were talking about it in the sound design it's like it needs to be funny by for what it is even the way you directed it it's like it's not over complicated you're kind of letting the actors do the performance you got a couple push-ins here and there but even the opening sequence you kind of like put the camera on like looking at them kind of like in an in angled bird's eye view and it's like you let the the sequence tell tell the story you didn't kind of you didn't kind of push it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good job because a lot of directors try to get involved too involved in in the story. If that makes sense.
1: Well, you know, it's. I mean, that, that's part of the part of the craft, right? Yeah. Um, but a lot of it actually comes from my writing, where, you know, when I started writing screenplays about 20 years ago, <clears throat> I, I wrote over long, over long, and, you know, over the course of of the years of writing and rewriting and taking classes and learning things. Um, I got to a point where I started, I actually started cutting stuff away um, to where I I have just what is, what I think is the bare bones for, for shooting mm-hmm. a movie. Um, and I have a sort of a similar directorial style, which is I try not to, to do too much. Like there's, there's very few, there's just a few movements. I mean, the opening is instead of using an establishing shot, we just kind of like pull back and then boom, The, the yeah. like you said, the camera just sits there and, you know, we, we allow this stuff to just happen. Yeah. And, you know, originally, you know, when, when I was the, my DP, uh, Brad Reeb, uh, that I was working with, you know, he's like, cause he, hey, he goes, he goes, you want me to get a boom, you know, I could, ha- yeah. I could hang them the, right over them and then we could shoot from here. And I was like, yeah. I said, we don't need to do all of that. It's a simple story. And if you if you if you overcomplicate the way that you shoot it, it, it actually will will take it away from it'll take away from the actual
0: 100 percent
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, it's a great job. So what did you think about the audience uh, feedback video that we sent
1: you? Oh, so yeah. Okay. Let me tell you something about your <laughs> film quest. Uh, I've already said it before. Um this is actually the greatest response that I've ever gotten because number one, it lasts, you know, and number two, you could actually hear and see the people's faces talking about, you know, the movie and like, you could see them actually re-experiencing the joy of it. And I, and I actually kind of put in my, my comments, I would love to actually be able to see the unedited uh, responses to the film good and bad because it actually gave me more i learned from it i you know and yeah. you know even you know sometimes like with with uh you know you submit to film festivals you get uh you'll get a response that just says no you know right and that's not helpful uh you don't know why they said no they just said no other times you'll get accepted and you're like okay you don't know why they accepted it but okay it's in and then you find out, well, you know, this is in the middle of Oshkosh and I'm not going to fly out to Oshkosh to see it. Um, you know, so there's you, you kind of pick and choose which ones you're going to go to. So if there's local ones, you go to them or if there's ones that are kind of like a stretch thing, uh, you know, it's like, oh, you know, this is going to be in, you know, like we one of our films was in uh, Shortcuts in Amsterdam. So I'd gone there. Gotcha. So but the thing is, even when you're there, you um, you know they'll show ten shorts to a block, you know, and if half the filmmakers get up for the Q and A, that's five people that get up there. And what happens is the the audience asks you questions.
0: Yeah, so well, that's sort but of the seed, that's the seed of the idea where I I, where I came up with the idea is that what you just said it was like I wanted the I wanted to turn the camera on the audience.
1: Yeah, and, and and absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, this is I, I have to say. That, when you talk about like, you know, value for money in film festivals, the under five minute film festival is, is worth every penny. Absolutely worth every penny. I, I, I look forward to like submitting a bunch more stuff because your, your festival has actually provided something of value back to me as a filmmaker. So when I go on to the next thing, I can actually take away those lessons learned so no i appreciate, yeah, it. I, I, appreciate I love your festivals words. yeah yeah well
0: on that note i want to admit, i want you to submit keep submitting the festivals i think that this is a great idea like i said i know you want to move on to other things and your actor's kind of pushing you but mm-hmm. i think that whatever we have we have obviously our flagship it sound if it's over 10 minutes i oh, sorry if it's over five minutes you could submit to you but i like I, I want to see what you do next it seems like you're on you're on a roll so and uh we don't get enough jersey films either i want to i want to i want to show more jersey films that's that's the bias as well so hopefully we'll talk again when you submit your next film and we're, we're we'll be honored to show it
1: oh yeah i, I i'd love to be part of it again and and once again i'm going to reiterate i'd love to see all the all the responses if i, I don't know if you guys do that I, yeah it's i don't value it's, to me
0: yeah it's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of like, yeah, I have to, I'll, talk, I'll see what the editor has to say about that. So okay. I don't even know if he's got, the, I don't even know if you even have the raw footage uh, anymore, but we'll, I'll take, I'm going to check, I'll check that out. But it's a lot of like, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. editing, Thanks. right? You know, what it is right.
1: Yeah. And so thank you to you and your festival. Oh, also, thank you to the people that, that took the time. Um, you know, what a wonderful group of people and I love them all. They're all going to get uh, Christmas cards this year
0: cool all right man thank you okay. so much and uh looking forward to talking to you again soon
1: all right take care one two
0: three four
1: five six seven eight Incorporated. We're gonna do it. give us any chance we'll take